Straw Hut Media. What is the mood? It is kind of badass, but a mm. little jolly. Mm. A jolly badass. <laughs> From Straw Hut Media. <laughs> this is Randy Glanville Unfiltered. Okay, uh, welcome to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Ryan, welcome to my home. Thanks for having me. Uh, you're the only person that I have, and I'm starting to question that. Don't question it. We are safe. I'm safe. You're safe. Mags is not safe. Mags is safe. I don't know. You hose her down with bleach when she comes back in. <laughs> I do spray her with this. <laughs> I spray my kids with bleach as well. I spray her with, with uh, uh, isopropyl alcohol. but Well, I have mine's a bleach concentration. See, then you ruin your clothes. No, I spray it on their bodies, on their feet. You make them get naked and well, then when they spray. Ca- they come in, yeah, that's, <laughs> no, when they come in from a walk, because I have to spray their shoes and then I spray the bottom of their feet, I don't think bleach on your bottom of your feet is going to be a problem because the no. boys are dirty. You have to you understand. You might stain your carpet. Oh, I'm ranting. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. if, like, what, whatever. It, I mean, <laughs> we're in a pandemic. <laughs> exactly. And I spray all of the staircases with it. I mean, so it's everywhere. And the carpet's been fine so far. We got a complaint today about my dog. What's wrong with your dog? He's barking on the balcony. Ugh, I know. I've heard him do that. And now everyone's home, so they fucking know it. Before yeah. they were all at work. Yeah. And guess what, guys? Dogs fucking bark. It's true, especially the little ones. And sugar. When she was here a long time ago, chewed a hole through my screen. So it's really hard to not let him go out. And so what what did he do? He shit in my bathroom and next to my closet. And now okay. he's in Mason's room on quarantine from my ha- from my body. I'm so Ugh. sick of cleaning my kitchen and dog shit that I can't even tell you. It's a, you know what? It does feel like I'm cleaning all day. All day. That's all I do. All I feel like I do is clean. Yeah. I didn't clean the kitchen last night after I made. Listen to what I made. Gnocchi with a spicy sausage. You made, you made yeah. gnocchi? Yeah, no, gnocchi, listen, okay. with a spicy sausage red sauce for Mason. Yum. I made beer-battered shrimp for the boys because we all like that. I had a bite of one. I had a bite maybe four. Um, Sounds like a buffet. And I made capellini alla queca for Jake. I don't know what that is. It's just basil, tomato, olive oil, capellini, and like angel hair pasta. Because I need things to do. But yep. do you understand how messy my kitchen is right now? <laughs> sounds like it could be pretty messy. And the boys, Lots of a lot of dishes. The boys ate the fried shrimp first and then they didn't really touch their pasta. But that's fine because it's good. It, it heats up well, right? I, we don't do leftovers really. I, I say the sauce, but I yeah. didn't save. Like, the nudes. Every, yeah. Every, well, I say the thing. There's a little bit left separately, but I don't save that. We don't do leftovers. Pasta leftover is never it's good because best. you can't. Put it but in the microwave and you're recooking separate, it. If the nudes are separate from the sauce. It, it, the it, nudes. The noodles. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> All right. The, the pasta. The pasta is separate from the sauce and you put them, you can reheat them and it tastes good. So today we're going to be calling um, Dax Holt. Holt. We, yeah. we decided. I thought it was Dax Shepard for a minute because I know his face. I've been watching him on TMZ forever and he has this new podcast. And I know a lot of people at TMZ. Um, I used to make out with the Irish guy there. And then my friend Carrie used to make out with the blonde surfer guy. Have you ever had to call them for any kind of announcement Um, or anything ever? 
I had I had a person over there that would call me and be like, so-and-so is saying this about you. Do you have anything to say? It was Mike. And then also the Irish guy that I was making out with. <laughs> um, but I don't, like, I know certain people um, that I might have been in a lawsuit with in the past, mm. have a very close relationship with them. So I feel like maybe they're on a different team than Team Brandy. So I don't really personally now Got have it. anyone, but I do check Team Z every day and I do enjoy okay. it. Okay. And I have met um maybe Harry. we need to maybe we need to make a relationship. I mean, they're all nice. Like I like it. I'm good. I think I'm good for him. <laughs> okay. I'm getting in enough <laughs> fucking trouble. All right, let's get Dax Holt. He has a new podcast. Well, we're gonna find out exactly what it is. Let's let's give him a call. Here we go. Hello. Hello, Dax Holt. How are you? It's Brandy Glanville. I'm good. How are you? Oh fuck, I have a toothache. But I heard. What happened? You just get a a sore tooth? <laughs> That's usually what happens when you get a toothache. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, have to, you didn't have to get it pulled out or anything? No, I do have to. It's uh, it's like under a bridge and it's I've had to do this for a long time, but it's like $10,000. I just put it off and put it off and put it off. And now I'm fucked in a pandemic having to go see a dentist, which is not, <laughs> not, my, not, hey. not the best plan. The good thing is no one else is seeing the dentist unless they're having an emergency. So it's actually probably a good time. That's what everyone keeps saying. But having instruments and other hands and things in your mouth and open sores, I don't know about that. I'm wearing gloves. I don't know. I'm not overly positive about the situation. Plus, I'm allergic to pain pills. So that's another problem. Oh, fuck my life. Um, But how have you been? Good, 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 good. No complaints. Um, everything's going well over here. Just uh, just working on this podcast. Nothing crazy. Now, are you still at TMZ? We're talking to Dax Holt, everyone, and he's a Mr. You, you know all about paparazzi and how the whole thing works, and you're going to break it down for us in a little while. But I just want to get some personal deets. So yes. what, are you, what podcast are you doing? So I am doing the Hollywood Raw podcast now. I've been doing this for, I don't know, the last year or so. And it's basically diving deep, kind of getting rid of that fourth wall in Hollywood, talking to celebs and uh, kind of getting the story behind the story. So like when we talk to like celebs of like these Netflix shows, like too hot to handle, like I want to know what it was like behind the scenes. You know, they're they're talking to these guys about like they can't have sex. I can't do all this stuff. I'm like, how do producers know? How are they keeping an eye on you? Like, that's the kind of questions that we're asking the celebs of like, what's going on? How did you get on the show? How did you audition I, for it? That kind of stuff. Kind of getting. And also, have you seen that show? Um, what is it? It's like, it's kind of behind. It's a scripted show, but it's behind the scenes of The Bachelor. Um, mm-hmm. And what is it called? Have Gosh, I can't think of it. But it tell, it shows how like dirty like these reality producers can actually be to get what they want because they're you know they're independent contractors they don't have actual like oh you'll be back next year so they were doing some shade i mean i know right producers aren't giving us drugs i know that but these on the show they were like it was pretty gnarly i, I binge yeah it was called unreal unreal yeah no well listen this happens all the time like you know, I, there's no, there's a, there's a reason that a lot of these reality shows they go and the producers kind of put a bunch of booze in the fridge and they're like, have at it. You know, they they throw condoms next to the table, have at it. I mean, they're they're 
clearly encouraging people to be their craziest on camera because crazy equals ratings. So, right. you know, uh, one of the things that when we talked to this guy, Bryce, from Too Hot to Handle, just, uh, the only reason I bring this up is because Too Hot to Handle is like it's, huge it's on huge Netflix right, right now. now. And, All of my yeah. friends are like, watch it, but I'm watching Breaking Bad. I'm on my last episode and then I'm going over to reality TV. Uh, oh, good. Good for yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, Breaking Bad, definitely worth it. <gasps> don't tell Hit me, up don't Too know. Hot to Handle. <laughs> yeah. And then go to... Go to Money Heist after that. Oh, okay. I'll do that. I have not heard of that one because I've watched <laughs> every other fucking show on all of the streaming channels. You're like, I finished Netflix during quarantine. quarantine. <laughs> Basically, thank God I didn't watch these shows before because I was like, oh, commitment. I don't want that. And so I got to watch Game of Thrones and all of these shows that I never was interested in. And thank God, because otherwise I would probably just be rocking back and forth on a straight jacket in the corner. Oh, absolutely. So, no, so with this too hot to handle guy, Bryce, I mean, listen, the whole premise of the show is you can't have sex, you can't kiss, you can't touch yourself just to get by, you can't do anything. So, our question was, okay, well, if you went to the bathroom and spent an extra couple five minutes in there, like, Bryce, how are these guys going to know? Come to find out, you you talk about producers doing some crazy things. They had CTTV cameras in the stalls for these reality stars what? to go, and they're watching them while they poop. What about the shower? That so that's every I've done a hundred thousand reality shows, and that is the one place they could not legally have mm -hmm. cameras. So these people had to. I, I don't know how they got around that because I've done twenty of them, and no cameras in the stall or the shower. Yep. That's always been the rule. And with this show, you have them in the shower and in the stalls. So you have absolutely no privacy. And they say, well, we need to keep an eye on you to make sure you're not breaking the rules. So that's why we're going to watch you while you go to the bathroom. And I'm thinking, how do you how, <laughs> how do you, do you ever have a moment of peace? Yeah. How do you how do you go? And Bryce said I was backed up a lot because I, I didn't want to go anywhere. I'm going to tell <laughs> you, it's really anything. gross, but we all shared in Big Brother one bathroom and I'm a girly girl and it was like two weeks of no, there was no bathroom for me. I was like, I think guys are gross. I can't go in there when they think that I might be doing that. Something that's gross. I was miserable. <laughs> <laughs> it was just but yucky. Like, it, and that's the thing that I think a lot of people don't think about is like everyone sees people on TV and they're like, oh, this is so glamorous. This is so fun. But the reality behind it, sometimes it's it's miserable for these people. And I, I must like I'm but hearing it from you. But they still sign like, up for it. I mean, it's, they still sign up for it because uh, fame is addicting. Yep, it's addictive. And I, I can guarantee you these people are not making that much money. I mean, they it, no. We asked him that he made zero money. What? Brandy, he made nothing. <laughs> So it's just all about being on t on TV, getting famous. Yeah, uh, Netflix. He, he we he said he goes. The producers came to me and say, "Look, Bryce. At the end of the day, it's going to be worth it. You're going to get a ton of followers on Instagram. Oh you're going to become famous. You're going to make more money in the long run by doing the show than not doing the show. So we suggest just doing it, not getting paid, and it'll be worth it in the long run." Jesus. I mean, so it's so shocking to me. And I, I tell my kids all of the time, I'm like, fame is fleeting. It's addictive for sure. But unless it makes you a ton of shit of money, it doesn't mean a goddamn thing. And it goes away because they have their dad's an actor. Their stepmom is a, a famous singer. So they kind of have, you know, wh wherever they go, there's, you know, as you know, there's paparazzi, especially in Calabastard. I don't like that place. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't like it at all. Um, but so I think my well, luckily for me, my kids are very grounded and they are very humble and sweet. Otherwise, I beat the shit out of them. But 
um, no, th- like we, we were grooming people to fe- think that that's all in the world that matters. And I think that that's why God's given us one big fat fucking reality check right now. Mm-hmm. I, I think other people don't realize also how hard it is to stay relevant. Like, that's one thing everyone kind of looks at the Kardashians and are like, oh, they're just famous for being famous. I'm like, you don't understand how hard it is <laughs> to keep a show on the air for 16 seasons and keep it interesting. And the the storyline keeps going along. Like, I don't know if you what your feelings are on the Kardashians, but I just think that it is pretty remarkable what they've done, whether you like them or hate them. I what they've done honest, the I empire love, they've built. But they sh- but they shared everything do you think that they this is why i get mad at some people on like housewives they they don't want to share everything and it's like okay the kardashians didn't want or you know chloe didn't want to share getting cheated on did we want to see did courtney want scott to have, be an alcoholic they shared they they let the cameras fully in so we all feel like we kind of grew up with them and i have a lot of respect for for all of them and i like the show people can say whatever they want but it takes a lot of work yes they've made a lot of money but there it you can't knock them like i know pe- there's so many people that i know that hate them and i'm like are you just jealous <laughs> I, don't know. I mean it takes they they're actually working all of the time yeah it's nonstop, and like you said they're revealing like the parts of their life that you and I would hate to yep. like let people know about, they're letting people know about and they're they're using that to to get ratings, which I mean, but, it is what it is. But it's but the like, truth. It's the, that's it's exposing everything. Yeah. Like I'm I guarantee you that half of that shit, none of us would say if, you know, we were in their position, but they signed up for it. They're I think they're doing a good job. And I you know, people people have a right to dislike who they want to dislike. I personally know how hard it is to be on a reality show and share everything. And I know a lot of people that are on shows that don't share everything and it makes me crazy. But yeah, I was I was wondering, so what is that like the first time that you're going out and people are like talking to you as if they know you and yeah. you have no idea who they are, but they're talking about your personal stuff. What What is that like when you're a celebrity on a reality show? Well, it's weird sometimes because um, I feel like you're interviewing me, but that's what always happens. Um, it's weird. <laughs> so I, mean, I can't help myself. No, I know. I do the same thing. Um, like when I like I love going to the 99 cent store. I know that people are like, oh, my God, whatever. I love that store. It makes me happy. I'm getting a million things for not really. I'm getting 50 things for $50. And it just when I'm depressed, I go there. It's my happy place. And people were like, oh, Brandy. And they'll hug me. And thank God for this pandemic. Just joking. But I'm all about personal space. But people will like hug me. And I don't know if I actually know them or don't know them. And because they know things about my life. So it it, it is sometimes weird because I have to be like, hmm, okay, oh, oh, okay. We're talking about the show. I didn't meet you because my memory is shot. Like I meet so many people that I don't remember who I know. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's true. <laughs> I, I, I have that awkward moment sometimes just because I was on TMZ for so Forever. long. People come up to me but and you're they not stop. On it? Wait, are you they... not on it anymore? Nope, not on it anymore. I, uh, I stopped a little while back. Um, and that's why I'm focusing on the podcast now, because it's another way to talk about celebs and interview. I mean, that was the one thing at TMZ. I was always talking about celebs. Yeah. And with the podcast, now I'm talking to celebs. I'm talking about their life. I'm, you know, involving them in the conversation. 
Exactly. Yeah. What What is your thought so, on? Sorry, really to interrupt you before I forget. What is your thought about the Kobe thing being revealed on TMZ before you know the family even knew? Oh, with uh, with the story broke. Yeah. So I've got mixed feelings on that. I think that's a really tough one because I know people there's so much emotion involved because we all love Kobe so much Um, I think that it's tough because he's such a huge star that whether it was TMZ or E or Us Weekly or anyone someone was going to put the news out you know what I'm saying so it's like we're we're in a a digital age where someone could have gone on Twitter and posted it because they were out hiking that day and that would have been the breaking story. I think that TMZ is getting the wrath because they're a huge news outlet and because people also love to hate on TMZ. But it's it's really tough these day and age to keep any stories quiet before notifying everyone. It just it is, especially with a huge crash that yeah. happened where people were out hiking. People saw it happen. I mean, there were, there were literally I talked to people that were hiking like 20 feet away, it but, crashed. But they wouldn't they have, known it, was, they they wouldn't have known it was Kobe. I mean, if I saw a fiery... I'm in the same boat as you. I kind of feel like, you know, someone else would have scooped it anyway. But it's just so... Yeah, we all loved him so much and we all feel for the family. And it's such a national, like, devast... It was devastating. We were all, like, reeling. So far, 2020, yeah, it, it sucked my ass, but... Yeah, when you have that many people in a helicopter, it's going to take a while to notify everyone. I just think it's a tough situation. It's it's a hard spot for, I think, any reporter to be in where you're like, do I put the story because it has a massive celebrity involved? Right. Or do I wait 12 hours and the other outlet's going to post it before me? And that's just the reality of it. Yeah, I was actually dating this basketball, this NBA player at the time. And he told... I. I Truth be told, I get up every morning, I check TMZ. I feel like they always get the scoop before anyone else. And they they generally don't take a side unless it's an obvious side they should be taking. So you get the news and, you know, obviously we all hate Harvey Weinstein. But, you know, it, I just, I check it. I feel like they get it first. And I kind of feel guilty because I do that. But at the same time, it's just, it's it's my go-to move. But the basketball player, he had let me know that he saw it on TMZ and he was so upset. He was so mad at you guys, TMZ. I was like, oh, I'm, I don't know where, I don't know where the offices are. <laughs> I'm like, I can't, but I I understand both sides of it, but fuck, it's just. I think, I think they would, I think people would have been mad at anyone who posted it yeah. because it's, it's a new story you don't want to hear. You, you don't, yeah. you don't believe it. I remember sitting in my car and I got a text from like three people at the same time being like, is this true? I'm like, I don't work there anymore. I, I don't, I, like, I, right. I, I'm seeing it as you guys are seeing it. Um, but you know, I, I, I think that your first initial reaction is upset because you're, right. you're upset that, you know, why, why did this happen? Why did the pilot fly in such horrible conditions? <sighs> I mean, there's a lot of emotion going into it. Yeah. So, and, and it is, you know, it is what it is. But TMZ does have a lot of connections. Like I used to make out with the Irish guy at TMZ and then my girlfriend used to date. Oh, yeah, Peter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we made out for a while. Peter's my good bud. I love talking <laughs> Peter. I say hi. Yeah, no, like we all know people that work there. So it's like, I yep. know my agent has a really good, um, my I fired him, but had a really good relationship with TMZ. So, I mean, it is, a, the truth of the matter is, if you're in the public eye, knowing someone at TMZ is not a bad thing. 
No, because you know what, people, I think there's a mutual relationship between news agencies, paparazzi, celebs, and if you can navigate through that, uh, you know, you, your your career kind of is is benefited by it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, if like, you can control the conversation a little bit, like if something bad's happening and you want to get your side out, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, I think controlling what people think of you is not a horrible thing. It's hard to do, but... But just being able to have a voice, because it's one thing if you go on Twitter and, you know, you, you say your piece, but there's another thing if you go and you, you, you can talk on TMZ or you can talk on E or Us Weekly or whoever and just be able to get your site out there so people can hear what you have to say. Because a lot of times, you know, it's like when you text someone, they don't always get what you mean across. Right. But when you actually are on video, you know, and I, there's a lot of times that, listen, I've been doing this work for a long time and there's a lot of celebs that have called me up and said, hey... I need to get my side out. Can you send a camera? I'll be walking out of Gelson's at noon. Yeah, yeah. no, I know it. Okay. I mean, I've, I've done it myself to an extent. And I and I don't think anything's wrong with that. And if people find it taboo and and all of this. I remember I had Brian Austin Green. Um, I had interviewed him a little while back and he had said like, yeah, we go to Hawaii and we actually we use the paparazzi. We know them and we will say, hey, we want a peaceful vacation. Me and Megan Fox. So please we will come out. You can take our photos yeah. for 10 minutes and then you guys disappear for the rest of the time. And by the and way, can, do, we, and and can we see those photos before they go out? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The, and and it's. I just think that that's smart. You use the paparazzi to get what you need. And then at the same time, the paparazzi are getting what they need. And then they're getting in magazines and, and everyone's, everyone's happy. happy. Yeah. Every, I mean, I, I think it, it comes with the job, but then there's people like... And I know this guy personally, Chad Johnson, I did a show with him that is, I feel like he's, uh, he's just kind of dumb as rocks, but I feel like the whole suicide thing and all that, it was like almost in a, a not a cry for help. More oh, a cry are you, for, sorry. You're talking about the, the, the bachelor guy. Yeah. It was more of a cry for attention. Okay. I, I was like, are we doing football guy? Oh yeah. Ba- no, uh, bachelor guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just like, why are we, I don't want to read about him, to be honest. Like, I felt yeah. like that was all just to get back people talking about him. And so I feel like there's some people that use it in a bad way. But I guess if that's what he wants. But listen, I, I, OK, here's the other side of it. There's a lot of there's a lot of people who become famous very quickly on like The Bachelor or any of the other reality shows. And they're desperately trying. What's the next move? Because they don't want to go back to, I don't know, working in a salon or whatever. You're famous now. So you have to try to figure out what the next route is. I think that's why a lot of people turn to adult films and this. You got Farrah Abraham who did adult films. You got Maitland Ward from Boy Meets World who went to adult films. I, I think that their careers, they don't know what to do. So they're like, well, yeah. this works. And that's what Chad Johnson's doing. He's like, okay, I'll do adult films and stay famous. I mean, I get that. I Listen, go do that. But I just don't like the oh, posting a picture of a rope. I'm going to hang myself. And like, I just feel like, oh, I. I I don't know. I just that, didn't, yeah. You know, like yeah, go do that, porn. That was a little. That was a little weird. Yeah, I agree. That mm-hmm. was that was calling for attention. Is yeah, what that was. And listen, if you have to do it, that's fine. There's ways to do it, but I don't think th- saying I might kill myself is a way to do it. I just have an issue with that because there are people struggling with mental health issues, and I've known him for a while. And I don't know that he is one of them. But if he is, I hope he gets a good pill. Um, yeah. 
Now, tell yeah. me about what, what is what is he like in real person I, in real life? I'm curious because obviously he's he's someone that goes on a show and wants to be the villain because knowing that the villain is going to be the get the most press. What's he like in real life? He's actually a pretty nice guy. Um, he. You know, he's like he's like a tool. He eats like protein all day and works out and uses a lot of hairspray. And but he's he's not. He definitely puts on an act. We did a show in the UK together, and he was just a nice guy. He's like, oh, they don't like me. I was just not the smartest, sharpest tool in the shed. But <laughs> I mean, but for me, like I've stayed in contact with him. I did for a little while. He was nice, like whatever. But. Yeah, I mean, I don't see him as a really villainous kind of bad boy. I feel like it's an act, but I hope that yeah. the porn thing goes well for him. <laughs> <laughs> We're all wishing you the best in porn, Chad. Yes, Good we luck. really are. <laughs> I mean, you know. Lisa Vanderpump, because I know like when her and I were really close friends, she had a very, very direct hotline to TMZ. Yeah. I Well, listen, I think I think most people in Hollywood have some connection to TMZ. And you know what? She was always wonderful. Yeah. I, I had talked to her uh, quite a few times. Ooh, okay. And <laughs> and she. Well, listen, I have a different relationship than know, you do I, with her. but I know. I'm just joking. <laughs> but like. You know, I would call her about stories about, you know, her her dog foundations or the I forget what that the thing that she does. She was just like the parade that is to end the dog oh, eating festival or oh, whatever. Yeah, the the Yulin. Yeah. The Yulin. And something. so but it, it was it was always a very professional thing, you know, call her, get a quote and be done with it. I, but uh, she was never someone that would ever call me and say, hey, I'm going to be here and here. So come photograph me. I can tell you that much. She she. Right. But she well, was also. She only goes to three places. You can always find her. I was she gonna says, say, Sir. I didn't need to because she would be <laughs> at Villa Blanca. <laughs> so exactly. There's three spots that she goes. So, no, I get it. I was just trying to get a little tea. But I think that people definitely don't. There is a different perspective. And I think it's good that you're doing this podcast to show it. Yeah. I think paparazzi, like the people themselves, they get a bad rap because, you know, you're in LA. That's a job. That's a job that they're there to do. And why not work with them rather than work against them? So I know some of them that hate me and they'll make sure they post the ugliest picture of me they can find. <laughs> like I'm talking and my mouth's open and nope. like one eye is shut. I'm like, thank you for that. <laughs> I shouldn't have been your friend a long time ago. But you know what's funny is I think a reason a lot of that started was because of TMZ. Because when we started posting photos, it was like the Getty red carpet photos were boring. They didn't have any emotion in them. And so, you know, it was kind of like the idea was get someone when they're in motion and it m almost makes the story more interesting. And so I think that's why- Like editorial, yep. not like pose. Like you want someone like on the fly where it doesn't look like a planned exactly. picture. Exactly, and I, I think it made it more fun and people gravitated towards it a lot more. And it's interesting, you know, talking about paparazzi because my co-host on the show is actually a paparazzi in New York and I'm sure you've ran into him a couple times. His name is Adam Glenn. Oh, is he the cute one? Does he have an accent or- he He's no, definitely he got like a New York- accent if that's what you're thinking but is he very handsome kind of handsome right he's super handsome <laughs> yeah i know him. yeah and yeah. he is he's everywhere he was actually he worked at tmz with me for many many years um and everyone knows him in new york so he has the best stories he asks the best questions but like i'm telling you brandy like 
Oprah walks out of a building and she's like, Adam, come here. And yeah, no, I could. I, like, he's always nice. Like, yep. I've, I've, I've done. I've definitely talked to him a few times. He was always nice. And it's the nice ones that you want to stop for and give a story to. Mm-hmm. Not the ones that are saying, oh, did you get a facelift or like screaming mean things at you? Oh, yeah. Let me stop and give you, you know, obviously, sometimes they just want you to flip them off because that's a great picture, too. Yep. They're looking for a reaction, but but I'm telling I will you, stop for the nice ones all day. The the biggest celebs in the world know how to use the Paps to their advantage. Like I'm talking yep. the Brad Pitts, the Oprahs, you know, those people, they they know how to give a sound bite and to move on. And then it's it's some of these up and coming people, you know, whether they're a TikTok star or maybe they're on a brand new reality show and they're the ones that are hiding from the Paps and making it awkward. I'm like <laughs> The, I'm like, you're not a celebrity yet. Like you're you're getting there, but you should be the one really whoring yourself out to the paps right now so you can keep going in this career. <laughs> it's so funny. This is so sad. I'm going to tell you a story. Um, it's very sad. So when I lived in New York um, a long time ago with my ex-husband, my girlfriend, my ex-husband was on a TV show, but no one knew who I was. And I was a model, but again, no one knew who I was. My girlfriend was dating Puffy at the time and so we were walking down the street and there was this guy with a camera and so she's like look down look down we looked down to see if he would try to take her picture (laughs) we were like acting like we were famous and we weren't and we were like trying to be super cool because i think sometimes like when you're hiding or whatever you really are like drawing more attention to yourself than if you just wave and be like, hey, what's up? So we were just trying to be cool, but that was a long time ago. I was very, I was like 23. No, so. Adam and I were talking about this the other day because Leonardo DiCaprio, he is the most spottable person <laughs> in New York because he wants to not be seen. To so hide. Yeah, he <laughs> has his hat down so low that it's basically <laughs> touching his nose that it's like, it's awkward. So you your eyes go to him because you're like, why does that person no. trying to hide so so much? And you're like, oh, it's Leo. But uh, no, we were actually, we had his- He's been that way for like 20, like when he used to go to the whiskey, we was, he was always with this low hat and like it does draw attention. Yeah. Like, ooh, who is that? Exactly. <laughs> or sunglasses on at night in somewhere. You're like, okay, that's weird. No one's wearing sunglasses right now. So you stand out. So clearly you want to be seen or you're trying to hide. Or maybe you have a black eye or you didn't put on eye makeup. That could happen to you. Just saying. <laughs> that, that is true. <laughs> didn't think about that. Yes. Yep. Think about that because I have worn sunglasses in the evening to hide my ugliness and to hide an injury. Oh, boy. And no, nobody beat me. Okay, Don't worry. Okay. It was like, no, it was like from Botox, but it's still there. Oh, do Botox can give you a black eye? Oh, yeah. If they had a vein, you're getting a shiner. Wow. All right. I didn't know oh, that. No. Secrets of Botox well, world. Okay. I know. I, yeah. Anytime. I could fill you all in about that, except for the fact that I can't fucking get any right now. <laughs> and it's been almost three months. And I'm. we're all going to come out with like, you're going to know our real hair color, that we have short, ugly nails, and that we have wrinkles. Yeah. And it's not going to be good for any of us. And we're fat. <laughs> we're going to be fat. The quarantine just taken everyone back a couple of years. Yep. I love it. My son, my friend said, oh, I don't know if there's a motorcycle or something outside. I don't know what's happening. 
But no, it's, I think it's great that you're getting the other side of the team. Now, are you still in good, are, like with Harvey? Or does he still like you? Are you still friends? No, absolutely. Um, very, you know, I'm, I'm still close to a lot of people over at TMZ. So like they're picking up a lot of our stories because a lot of people listen to it now. It's becoming a podcast that people are actually tuning into. Um, and, and so that's kind of make it fun that we're now making news. So when I go on TMZ, I'm seeing my story on there and they're talking Yay. about me rather than me talking about them, which is, is it's been kind of a, a fun That's transition. Exciting. Yeah. And like they ran our story the other night on the TV show. And so it's it's like I said, it's just fun to be on the other. I'm not saying the other side of it, but on a different side no, but, of it. No, I get it. Like, you're, yeah, exactly. Like you're working your way up in the world. Next thing you know, you'll be on too hot to handle. I'll be like, what? <laughs> Taking a poop and we'll see you. My wife might have an issue with it, but I mean, let's let's <laughs> let's try getting on too hot to handle. Might as well. I mean, so you got to work for free, but hey, <laughs> and you, what the fuck are people thinking? Oh my God. You know who I like on TMZ? Cause I do watch the show. Um, I like it. He's like, he's got an accent. He kind of looks like a meth head. Oh, like longish Char- hair. Charlie Cotton. Maybe and well, he, Co- with Cotton as a last name. Do you see, sounds about right. Yeah. Do you see him at the airport a lot? Oh, I do. Oh, but and he's always nice to me. But I don't mean like he does kind of look like a meth head. I'm only saying that because I'm watching Breaking Bad right now. So everyone to me, I'm like, oh, bad teeth, meth. Oh, this long oh, straw. You're, you're just skinny, meth. He, he. I, I don't think he would find. He would not be offended by it by any <laughs> means. Trust me. Uh, yeah. So Char- no, but I do like him. He's he's awesome. Wonderful guy. I'm mean, like I'm saying. That staff at TMZ, hardest working staff, and you can say what you want about them or hate their jobs or hate what they do, but like really a hardworking staff and with some of the nicest people I've ever worked with. So I have nothing but nice things to say about them. Well, some. No, I like them all too. I mean, (laughs) there was one really bitchy girl that I still liked her because she was super cunty and blonde or brunette, but she, the the blonde like the bob kind of, and then she went and had a baby or something. Yeah, Kelly. Yeah. I like her, but I like to be like, wow, that girl needs to get fucked. Like, I'd like to be like, ooh, she's a little angry. <laughs> there always has to be a villain for me. Like, not a villain, but someone I'm like, ooh. But I wouldn't want it with any other way. I like her. I just, I like that she's bitchy. Yeah, she's she's definitely, that. that's, that's her thing, you know? She's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, but at least she's being well, genuine, right? Yeah, I, listen, I love a cunty girl that tells the truth i'm not mad at it at all and i th- think you need that with all the different opinions i think that's important because if everyone agreed and was like yes yes It'd yes you're boring. right harvey boring who want like i can't deal with yes people i can tell right away except for my kids and i'm threatening them and they're like yes even though they're not going to do it i like that i don't know why no i totally agree with you and i think it took me a while because i'd be on the show and i I don't know if you remember, I used to get so much just like crap thrown at me at that show. They would tease me for every little thing, everything I would say. But then I started to realize like, that's part of it. Like, we're all yeah, it's good. characters. We're all, we, we can't all be the same. We, you know, have our different opinions. And part of the gimmick of the show was let's, let's trash on Dax because that's, the audience thinks it's funny. I know, I remember. You're like this sweet kind of softy one. And then there was a like a, another one that I used to talk to that was really nice. He was heavier set and he had like a facial hair. Yep. But I don't think he's on there Mike. anymore. No, well, he, he was nice. Yep. Yeah, he was nice. Nice guy. See, exactly. I and I, I think that all I can say is I, I encourage people to reach out to people in the media. It does help out. It really does. You know, if, if you're like you said, you've talked to people. I think it, it, you probably were able to get your story out, the story correct out. And I don't think it's bad to have connections into some of these big outlets. I don't think it's a negative. No, I 
I don't think so either. And I think a lot of people are, oh, you leaked a story or you gave a story. Like sometimes you're doing that just to get your side out because somebody else is talking and it's bullshit what they're saying. And I always most, I would say 99% of the time I'm on record. I'm like, yeah, you can say I said that, please. Like I, I'm not like giving a story that isn't about, like doesn't somehow like help me correct something negative about me that's out there. Yep. Do you know? I'm not like, oh, by the way, Lisa Vanderpump has fur coats, even though she does. Um, <laughs> oh, I just leaked a story. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't leak it because I said it on my pod, I guess. <laughs> but she, I've been in, she has a closet full of fur coats. I'm not lying. Is she really? She will deny it. Like what, she, what kind yes. of furs? Like all different kinds. of. I don't personally wear fur, but she loves dogs. But here's a question. Does she, she not allow cameras to go into her closet because of that? Nope. It's a secret. It's a secret closet. And it was I saw it at the first house. I haven't seen it at Villa Rosa. But when we were besties, she's like, of course, don't tell anyone. And I'm like, of course. And then I know I'm telling people. But wait, wait. So but, how did you get to the secret closet? She showed me. No, I know. We but you said it's a secret closet. So where was it hidden? No, it was in the hallway, not like in her regular closet. Not like a, it wasn't like a false. Oh, so it wasn't like a secret door. Okay. (laughs) No, it's like a door that like we didn't know what was in there. I wouldn't go in. And she's like, of course. And then she even wore some of them on Housewives. And would be like, oh, darling, it's faux. And I'm like, that's a bunny on your head. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Like to be an animal rights activist and then still be wearing furs. You know. Look at you over there spilling that tea. I don't know. She might have said something mean about me the other day on um, Watch What Happens Live. So it might be payback. I might be a little, you know, vindictive and I want revenge. I, I'm vengeful. That's true. So, I do. So I, I do like being being in the housewives. Do do what are the producers behind the scenes? Do they coax you ladies like to like say stuff about the other ones? Do they leak you things to say like, oh, Lisa just said this about you. Can we get your reaction? You know, they're all different because... Like, the, you'll, they'll be like, they'll give you the same producer because they work well together, but they do make you feel like you're all best friends. But I just got in trouble for talking about this, so maybe I shouldn't talk about it again. Mm. Oh, I just got a note from Bravo. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> I get those notes a lot, but I mean, isn't it my story to tell, too? I but, think it oh is. Well. It's your reality. I want to hear it. Uh, I got to wait for that check in the mail, and maybe we'll talk. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I'm excited for your podcast. I'm going to start listening because I don't even I don't listen to any podcast, but this one seems like one that I would be interested in. I'm telling you, we get the best guests. You know who we have coming on? We have a celebrity bodyguard and body. Ooh, that, oh, get the tea. Oh, my God. Bodyguards sell the best. And this guy used to work for Kim and Kanye. He used to work for Alanis Morissette. He used to work for Leonardo DiCaprio. Like he's he's been with everyone and he worked with them before it was like cool to sign NDAs. And- yeah, I was going to say, you know who else is good? They give you good information. This always happens in New York. Drivers. When I get in a car, they'll uh, they'll give me like the stories about like the worst celebrities and how they were so rude and they didn't tip. Drivers are ready to tell. Yep. I'll tell you. You got to get you got to get that All right. because I we, think that we will work they're that. ready as well. So, <laughs> yeah. We got good guests and let me I would love to have you on if if you're down for it. I would love to have you on. Yeah, I feel like I was just on it, but we can do it again. <laughs> All right, let's do it. All right. We'll have to do it when um, the pandemic is. I think it's going to be over May 15th. I'm really putting that out there. Mm, I don't know. 
No, I th- like I just think that we're gonna have stay positive, manifest with me. Otherwise, I'm gonna go and rock in the corner, back and forth. I, I just- listen. I'm hoping for it. Trust me. With two kids running around my house all the time, I'm ready to get the hell out. Same. And we don't have a yard. We have like no yard. So we're just in like this condo and my kids are giant and they eat all fucking day and I'm running out of food and I hate to go to the grocery store. I have to take a Xanax. So I get you. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll make it happen when the pandemic's over then. Okay. Well, have a beautiful day and have a great weekend. And you did cheer me up because I was a little bit cunty when Ryan walked in. (laughs) Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. Have a good day. Bye. Well, that was fun. I really, you know what? I feel like I could hang out with him. Like, he's cool. I really like Dex. Yeah. I, I mean, I know he's married. I didn't he, mean like make out. I meant hang out. So now you got to go on the show. Yeah, of course. I, I mean, I think I told him everything that I know. We're ready, but I'll do it. I think it. he's got good questions. I think he's going to ask some more good questions. Cool. I'm ready. We'll see if you can say any of them. But <laughs> <laughs> speaking of Man, what you can say, the... can we talk like, let's talk about housewives. Can't talk about it. Okay. Gag order. <laughs> Fun times. All right. Well. Um, but you watched it. I did. I watched I mean, it. What, we don't, you and I don't really have it. I mean, I didn't. Okay. I got a question for you. Okay. Would you, I just didn't like how everyone was upset about Teddy's text. Like, I don't necessarily, I, I would support a friend, you know, like, what, what's yeah, the reason? Yeah, I don't understand that to either. Be, to be upset about it, I guess. I, I think it's really sweet that she actually, like, she. it's one thing you say, oh, I don't care, but we do care. Yeah. Like, but she's giving them an out. You yeah. know what I mean? That was nice. But they, then they take it and turn it and like, oh, you do care. Yes, we all care. Like, we go to support our friend, even if, like, I don't care about poetry. I'll go to see my set friend. Do a poem. Totally. I do I do that kind of thing all the time. Me you know? too. Like, I just didn't I didn't like how everyone was just being little bitches about it. Yeah, it was annoying. <laughs> and then somebody's there was um something on I can't even talk about it. It's so stupid. Um Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh I also didn't like one thing. I didn't like when Garcelle asked Erica about how the sex was with the 80-year-old. I oh. it looked like she looked pleased with herself to ask that question. Mm. And to be honest, it's not anyone's fucking business, number yeah. one. And Erica's there because, I mean, it's been 20 years. She could, if she wanted half the money, all you have to do is stay for 10 years. Mm. So I didn't know there like, was a number on that. Yeah, it's 10 years. Mm-hmm. You get it half hour. She's there in the marriage that she wants to be in. So I just felt that that was a little bit like disrespectful and like, yeah, I see, like yeah. she seemed a little happy with herself. Mm. Like a wonder cat if she was like a canary. Tried to, I wonder if like producers were like pushing her like ask or something. You don't think so? I don't think okay. so. Yeah. But whatever, like, you know. You can ask me anything. I don't care. I mean, yeah. I just feel I like, I don't know. Well, I just didn't like that I question. See, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Haiku. Well, first, people seem to really respond well okay. to um, you listening to some of these emails. And I wanted to read you. We got we got a couple more. And okay. I wanted to read some to you. Um, let me see here. Did we get pictures out to people that asked for them? No, because I, f- I forgot to have you sign them. So oh. I have them, but I want you to sign them. Oh, okay. And I forgot to bring them today. So we're working on it, guys. <laughs> Sorry, Seth. It's okay. And this one is from Julianne. Hi, Brandy. I listen to your podcast every week and I can't wait for it to come out. I have a dog that barks <laughs> excessively. Yeah. I'm in my house working at home and all I 
look forward to on Friday is to hear you and Ryan talk about everything. I love Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but I even love you more now. I'm a single Aww. mom of a young daughter. Well, she's not that young. She's 21 now. But to hear about your boys makes me laugh every Friday. <laughs> Thank God for you. I pray for you. And God bless you. Keep the keep up the good work, girl. You rock. Oh, that's really sweet. Well, Julianne, you understand, you know, kids will be kids and kids will irritate their parents and dogs will fucking bark. Because I was just telling Ryan, that's what dogs do. They bark. And now that everyone's home, I'm getting a complaint about a barking dog. But when they're at work, they would have never known. So I'm annoyed because people need to understand that's the only noise dogs make. <laughs> right? I mean, I'm pretty, they could growl maybe, but that is their way of communicating. Yeah. Buddy bites as well. He bit me yesterday. It was very cute, but he bites my ankles when I leave the house. Yeah, he doesn't like you. He likes <laughs> so me. He, he doesn't like the door. He doesn't like people he doesn't going. Like the door, yeah. So just hang in there, Jules. I feel like you're lucky you have a daughter. I'm lucky I have these boys and this stupid dog, or we'd be going insane. And thank you for supporting me and being kind because there's a lot of people that aren't, and it was very very uplifting for me today to get your email. Thank you for sending it to me. Thanks, Julianne. So we did get two emails, but we have run out of time because we have to get our haiku in and we are going to save the second email for next week. Have a great day. Stay safe. Stay indoors. Get drunk. Wine is a lot of sugar. Drink it and get fat, you hooker. Switch to vodka, get thinner, and then you can eat more dinner. That was so good. <laughs> you called someone a booger. No, I didn't. Oh, I you said s- a hooker. Oh. <laughs> okay. I don't use that word, booger. It's gross. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes every week. And if you haven't already, subscribe. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. And while you're at it, check out some of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media. <laughs>